0: Hello and welcome back to Block Talk, the show where the guests are made up and the mods don't matter. I'm your host with the most green phlegm and draconic evolution is balanced because it takes effort. My next guest I'm sure you're familiar with. Chances are if you've played a mod pack, you've played one of his mods. Please give a warm welcome to the stage, Vazki.
1: My game just crashed. No, no really, it, it's back. Okay. okay, it froze. Okay, it's back. It's, it's, <laughs> actually, keep this in the keep this in the in the final recording. This is hilarious. <laughs>
0: Hello, welcome, <laughs> welcome in. Uh, that was a great. That's the u- most unique intro that we've had. I messed up. You just, messed up. I this is great. I'm
1: here and I'm already fucking everything up. Brilliant. <laughs>
0: hey, Brilliant. it wouldn't it wouldn't be a good podcast without it. Um, Basically. Well, how are you? Who are you? What are you known for?
1: Uh, I I'm Vasky. I'm known for uh, some mod called Fomic Tinkerer. <laughs> Damn it! That was my joke in the <laughs> beginning. a <laughs> <your> joke. God <laughs> no. Oh no! Get for real. I'm, I I make Patania, Asai, Quark, Akashic Tome, Morpho Tool, truly and I and I actually really made Formic Tinkerer, Unfortunately, right. but yeah, <laughs> that did happen <laughs> many and, many uh, years uh, ago. Uh, Yes, that's we we don't talk about that even though I'm talking about it, but we, we don't talk about that. Okay. Well, but yes. It so,
0: well, I mean, I you've been around long enough that I think most people know sort of you. So I wanted to more go into not just the basic, um, you know, surface level stuff. You approach your modding um in a very unique way and that's why I wanted to have you on. You approach it basically like I imagine like a game designer would cuz you sort of have a lot of aesthetics that I would ascribe to actual like game design. You know what mm. I mean? What I know I know you're sort of like you, you like like to meme a lot, but you seem to put a lot of effort into your into your mods as time went on. What why did you What what
1: was the evolution there? Well, here's the thing. I've been doing this for 8 years this month. Mhm. Last month. I eight did. years? I started, on April, I started on April 11th. Wow. Uh And then I quit for a bit and I came back on September 11th, but the first mod I made was on April 11th. Okay. So I've been doing this for eight years. So I've had a lot of time to understand how what I do <laughs> results in what people do with the things I do. So, for example, you have Flaming Tinker, which you can see as my major breakthrough mod, like none of the others before that really have any relevance nowadays. Mm-hmm. With that, I just basically threw everything at the at the window, like, oh, I want this thing. Boop, throw it in there. And then I made come and I wanted to kill myself, but you know, th- that's why you don't just throw everything at the window. Yeah, you you have to start thinking about stuff. And then I made Botania, which was like, okay, here's my concept. No, no, no GUIs, no pipes. Let's so just do something a bit different. Mm-hmm. And originally, I also started throwing everything at the window, which is why we have day blooms. <laughs> Had day blooms. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry MCG. Um. But as I went on with Britannia, I started to notice that things I did would not really act how I wanted them to act. Like, ideally, you were not supposed to spam Dayblooms, but hey, people did it. So I had to start coming up with some ways to get around it. And I mean, everyone who's been on the FTB community around that time knows how much of a shit show me removing Dayblooms was. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think that that's like a lot of people don't... Like, if, if they let the cat out of the bag, they don't like wrangle it back in. But you, you actually, you know, you bit the bullet and you took him out. And it sure, it may have been controversial, but it was for the betterment of what your vision was, I'm assuming, right? It was like your vision of the mod. Yeah. So, yeah. H- I mean, how did you, how do you deal? I mean, that's a small amount of backlash, but how do you deal with that backlash? Like, is it hard?
1: I mean, back then it was a pain. I mean, uh, when I removed blooms was also coincidentally around the time I was doing an AMA on the FTB subreddit. Okay. And you're a mod. I'm sure you remember how much shit you had to delete.
0: Yeah, yeah. There. I mean, <laughs> people get angry with, with their people free content. People get
1: really pissed. And I also, uh, kind of, let's, let's say I, I uh, angered uh, 4chan. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that didn't result in very good things time. happening. Yeah. So. In reality, I really didn't deal too well with the backlash back then. I mean, I, if you remember, I quit modding for a while because mm-hmm. people were just so up in arms about the passive flowers. But that was a good learning experience. It's like you have to try and understand how people are going to react to what you do in there. You can't just, you can't, I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't make a mod from the point of view of, I want this feature because I think this thing is hard. Mm-hmm. Because it, people talk about power creep. I think power creep is bullshit. Okay. There's no power creep. No one. I mean, thing power creep doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if things if your machine from mod X produces ten times as much energy from than your machine from mod Y. That is completely inconsequential because any mod pack maker work their salt is going to tune that off.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. As long as it's configurable, yeah.
1: Yes. What actually matters is that mods are effectively being designed in a... Here's a problem I had in my game. Damn, I really wish I had a solution. And they don't design an actual challenge for the player. They design the solution first. Mm -hmm. And then they have to actually make a challenge so they come up with some bullshit crafting recipe. And I'm not calling anyone out, right? Yeah. We have insane talent in our modding community, even the people who m- make mods in this solution-type manner, as I'm saying here. It's just that people tend to develop in that manner. And as such, we end up with a lot of things that people are used to, let's say, applied energistics. Mm-hmm. When Algo decided, okay, let's actually make a applied energistics, have a challenge for people to solve. As, as in, the, the, the channels in there. Yeah, Everyone flipped out. Because they were used to apply energetics being a solution, not a challenge. Yeah, yeah, that's a. Good and I point. think if it that's had just the biggest been issue, that in the beginning, that's the biggest. That's the biggest issue we have in modding is that you go from solution to solution. You are. I feel like you are rarely challenged,
0: mm-hmm.
1: other than when the mod pack makers specifically go in and tune things in a very awkward manner. But for more often than not. In a large kitchen sink pack, and of course I'm talking about the generic um, mainstream, not talking about heavily tuned packs, but in your generic pack, if you want a solution to something, there usually is one you can just go and grab. And that's why I think so many people don't particularly enjoy Botania. They say when I call it an automation mod, it's bullshit. People say Botania is not an actual automation mod because it's so anti-automation. And that's why I think people are kind of poorly used to things, I guess. They have so many tools at their disposal that when a challenge actually comes, as in, say, botany automation, that actually requires some out-of-the-box thinking. I mean, I'm not saying botany automation is 300 IQ shit. It's not. It's really nothing special. But Mm -hmm. it is something different to what you usually have in terms of automation, just putting things together and crafting your machines and stuff. Britannia is designed to be anti-automation, but also for you to automate it. It is actively pushing you back as you try to do what it wants you to do. Because if it wouldn't, that would not be a challenge. Okay, rant over. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, my question has to do with
0: that. It's Do you think that there's... I mean, there's a lot of mods that do it wrong, and there's a lot of mod packs that do it wrong, but do you, do you have any other ideas of of mods or mod packs that have have done it right to your vision i know you have your own vanilla plus mod pack which i think sort of follows that vision but um do you do you see other other people in the community doing it other mod makers
1: Hmm. i mean i think the gold standard for this of course yield the red power too good point yeah um azenor is an absolute fucking genius like, no, I don't think anyone gives enough credit to to how good he is at game design. Like, not that, at all. Yeah, I, I, I see him like, as, as, yeah, gold standard. Everyone gives Azenar a lot of credit for extreme polish and really good details and, you know, all that. I don't see people praising how clever Flumcraft's design is.
0: And how he like, can iterate on it every time is the crazy yes. thing, too. Oh no,
1: that's, that's not what I'm talking about here. That's, yeah. that's impressive as well. That's also impressive, for sure, but... No, but for yeah, example they all flow example, together. One of the biggest issues in modded in general, and this is an issue in Britannia too, is that power is usually unified. So you are not incentivized to make many things. You are incentivized to step up. As in make early game generator, move on to mid game generator, big reactor, boom, you're done. Um not 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 nowadays big reactor. I guess people are getting their stuff from Traconic Reactors nowadays, but Right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You, you, you step up. Yeah. You, are, you usually have one generator. You might have a bit of auxiliary power here and there, but power is so easy to make. It's so easy to transport that it being so unified might sound good, but in my opinion, it lowers the gameplay. You have fewer actual things to do. You might look at JEI and see a hundred generators, but how many are you actually going to make? Not many. Because power is one unit. And Batania has this- Batania, this is one of the biggest issues in Batania. Because you grab a Field of Endoflames, you have mana for life, you're done. You make a few kekamuras, you're, you're done. And Azenor, back in fucking 2012, mm-hmm. was like, Alright, cool, let's have multiple aspects. And it boggles my mind that between 2012 and 2019, no one has realized that he's right. I just think they took
0: it for granted. He hit it out of the park, and it didn't. I don't know. I don't. It also takes effort on the modder's part, doesn't it, to be able to do that? Like, because it's it's the easy way out to just have one sort of thing, like a you know a an energy source that you can just point to and say that's it. That's what I'm going to power my whole mod off of. You know.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, and it's just it's a thing that initially feels good to players. I feel that things that feel good initially are usually not very good. Mm-hmm. Like, say you grab your OP uh, avaricious order or whatever. It feels good to have it because you just fuck everything up. But the amount of pleasure you get, at least in my opinion, of course, I know this varies a lot, and a lot of people enjoy actively being OP and power to them. You know, if, if that's what they enjoy, I mean, who am I shit on them? They, they yeah. can go ahead enjoy the again the way you like it but in my opinion i feel that people try to sur- hit that uh, dopamine rush of yes i just made this huge thing I'm, I'm, I'm awesome and then it just kind of fades away as they realize it doesn't actually have that much merit to it yeah i think it's... that sort of is what why people stop
0: playing right because like they they hit that quote unquote end game ceiling and then they just float around their world <laughs> and then there's no goal to go towards you know
1: yeah there's really nothing to do at that point and that's why i feel that i mean here's the thing there's a plethora of content you could do if you look at a mod pack and you actually set yourself out to do everything in there
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe you'd be fucking playing forever but that's the thing you you don't feel a sense of need to do those things and this that's is... why i think azanar hit it out of the park yeah, definitely. Multiple multiple... I mean, as an, I mean, here's the thing. Funcraft is... Thi- Funcraft didn't do it amazingly, in my opinion, because you always get the aspects in the same way. Yeah. just make an item and then plop it down, and you're, you're good. But here's the thing. You have to go automate all sorts of different things to get your, your blocks running. And in having to automate all sorts of different things rather than just one power generator, that's a, a lot more content that's made. And I think people don't realize this, that you can make more content by having less content by making people think outside of the box you're saying yeah like if you provide a really easy answer to something and you gate it behind a really complex crafting tree you're going to get people making doing the crafting tree to get that thing that's fine they will do it but then once they have the thing there's they have done it if you don't provide the answer but rather give them Two or three challenges they might go into the challenges it might take them less time or more time but in my opinion i feel that an actual player driven challenge Mm -hmm. is always always much more satisfying than craft this thing because that's the essence of minecraft really you want to make a thing that's yours you want to build your thing pull back and say yeah I made this, this is mine, I am proud of myself. And that's where a dopamine rush hits, you know? <laughs> it's not when you take that out of the crafting table. It's when you pull back and witness what you yourself have accomplished. That's why Minecraft is so great. And that's why I think grinding is kind of necessary as well. I think I'm going back on myself here, but <laughs> if you could just go in and immediately make the thing, it would not feel so rewarding. There, there is a sweet spot of, of grind to player design. You have to hit that sweet spot. Because if it's all grind, sure, the development rush is still gonna hit, but they're not gonna feel as fulfilled. And if it's all player design, it's gonna feel a bit superfluous because they just went in and did it. There was no struggle, mm-hmm. you know. Do you?
0: This is this is this might have something to do with this. It might be off base, but do you play Runescape?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay okay absolutely yes do do you play old
0: school runescape or new school
1: runescape yes old school i I wrote an essay on how the games are very similar ones okay thank
0: you because like i everything you describe like being able to like feel the 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 like the gratification of like actually getting an item that's very much what draws a lot of people to runescape and um and and yeah there's definitely a ton of grind like it's called grindscape for a reason but minecraft it's it sort of has that same thing where like you make your own path as long and if there's and if you can give players like enough of a dopamine rush to be able to to keep going and push towards it i think it's super rewarding and that's the same in that game as well and i and i i don't i didn't even know that about you and i I assumed it because i was like this is very much the same yeah, like um. in RuneScape.
1: Let's say you start a new account, and you're like, okay, what's the first thing I should do? I'll probably go for a Fairy Tail Part One, so I can get Fairy Rings. You know, mm-hmm. fair enough. So you start sketching out. Okay, to do Fairy Tail, to the Lost City, to the Lost City. I need to do this and that. I need to get thirty. Is it thirty nine wood cutting? Thirty six. It's one of the two. I need mm-hmm. to need to get wood cutting up. Uh, I need to do. Can you do the nature spirits? I think we did
0: the nature spirits. It's just like a tree, like a, like a decision tree of crazy. It, ju-
1: it just starts coming up with yeah. all sorts of things you're going to do just for one goal. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing I, as a designer, can easily come to you and say, here, here's a bunch of stuff to do. It's the first one of me saying, I want to do fairy tale part one. Here's what I have to do versus me coming to you and say, hey, do fairy tale part one. Yeah. It's completely different. Because one is a goal you set yourself. You were the one who says, "I want to do this," and every step of the way, every small inconsequential quest or level you get is another little bit towards it. And that's why Minecraft is so great, because you say, "I want to build a crazy castle," right? Mm-hmm. Every stack of cobblestone you get, every pick you make—my oh, game just paused. Okay, uh, every pick you make, everything is. All going to that major goal, right? Yeah. And in my opinion, a well-designed mod pack is one where there are no quests. I think quests are fundamentally poor design in Minecraft. In my opinion, nothing goes against,
0: against them. the 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 fabric of what Minecraft is. Is that what you feel? Exactly. Yes. Yeah.
1: Nothing against nothing against them. Nothing against people who enjoy them. I see why you enjoy them. I can understand that you might not be good at setting goals for yourself, and you'd rather have them set out for you. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I personally. Do you actually prefer games where goals are set out for me if they're fun enough to do? Of course, in Minecraft I don't feel like they are. In Minecraft I feel like you have a game with so much potential, with so much open-ended uh, player-driven design, and you throw it all away when you start giving the players goals. Okay,
0: I, I that's, yeah. Okay, so that's that's your crux, and it's interesting because you you straddle the line of of sort of like. That it's almost a niche mod design and the popular mod design because you you kind of carry it in the middle of both, right? Like you, do you feel like you try to appeal to both sides?
1: Uh, not at all. I mean, the the fact I appeal to popular, I think, is just complete luck. You think so? I think it's luck.
0: You think it just lines not up with the popular like feelings of people?
1: Um, here's the thing: Batania would not be popular if it didn't have overpowered bubbles. Period. Okay. Period. Okay batania is included in a lot of mod packs because people enjoy the toys period if but, batania was exclusively and purely designed as an automation mod from my perspective mm-hmm. it would not be what it would not be 99 as popular as it is because fundamentally what I'm trying to create is niche I like, look at quark downloads versus quark oddities and you'll immediately see a massive <laughs> discrepancy but
0: I think that you need, and I think you figured it out, maybe subconsciously or consciously. But you need sort of popular things mm-hmm. in your mods to be able to get people to bring to get people to play those niche things. So if you didn't have those overpowered baubles, you wouldn't have people playing. You know, I'm sure that a lot of people use it just for the baubles, but some of those people went, "Oh, maybe I'll actually try out the mod," and then they actually mm-hmm. like
1: it. So Fun yeah. Thing. Like Fun that... thing. So when I removed day blooms, mm-hmm. I got a mix of messages. You had the people going, oh, kill yourself, you're a terrible designer, etc., etc. And you had people like, I am so happy you removed these mm-hmm. because I was using them as a crutch and now I, ha- I managed to experience the rest of the all and it's amazing, thank you.
0: Yeah, some people don't know what they actually want until it's, you know, until they actually... Oh, yeah, no,
1: nobody knows what they want. Yeah. I don't know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not calling you people out. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just saying it's in general. People do not know what they want. They know what they like. And right. from what they like, they can extrapolate what they want. It is usually wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Henry Ford. What do you want? Faster horses. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and then they came up with cars. Like, holy shit, this is better. You have to have a vision, and you have to stick to your vision. And if and if your vision is good enough, you are going to make people realize that you made what they wanted, even though they didn't even want it.
0: Yeah. Do you do you ever have any goals of making a game? Yes. I, yeah, okay. I
1: have multiple designs for it.
0: Okay, that's awesome. Because I think, yeah, I think not that your talent is wasted. I just think that it, you could do so much in in like a free environment like that. Like Minecraft, Minecraft is pretty freeing, but I think you could do something that would that could break a lot of molds. Um, mm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that you said you are. Because yeah, there's only been I think there's like red power is eventually gonna be a thing, maybe like there's not a lot of modders that have gone in to do their own thing so a you know, computer craft
1: guy made his own I, mod i can name quite a few i can i mean you have dan of course you name him yeah you have LPEC, you have yeah. there's the uh, guy that the made Montage...
0: vintage craft
1: he has his own mod there's own... i do not know i don't know what that mod is
0: actually oh i'll show you later he has his own okay. it's like kind of like a minecraft clone but it has a lot more adventure elements the you know, high pixel guys make their own mo- game
1: yes oh i think i know what it is i think it's is it vintage story
0: yes vintage story yes, yes.
1: okay i know what it is then okay yeah uh Eulucent has been making a bunch of different mini-games here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, cuts, TDIT Cuts makes games. That's cool. I can, yeah, I didn't I know can some of those. Bu- I, can, I can list a bunch of people.
0: Well, that's good. I, I I like that Minecraft can be a stepping stone for people. It doesn't have to be the end-all, be-all. Uh, and... King B-Dogs.
1: King B-Dogs. Oh, oh B-Dogs. true.
0: Yeah, Aether guy. Yeah, I hope to have him on sometime soon. He uh, they, they, It's another... Aether is another mod that, that sort of shares a lot of design sensibilities with, it, with like real video mm. games yep. um, you got
1: spiteful fox mm-hmm. okay i can just list a bunch of them it's well that's good
0: on. that's good no i'm glad i'm glad to hear that because it um it i don't know like it, it i want to see people thrive outside of it as well as in it and um mm-hmm. and i'm glad to hear that you're also doing it as well um but that that was basically what i wanted to have you on for like i i'm so interested in your um in your game design thing uh, aesthetic that you have um but i appreciate you being on uh do you have any final comments do you have anything you're working on right now that you can share
1: uh yeah i can actually pull up my to-do list i'm currently (laughs) working on a minecraft underground revamp i have been for the last few quark updates oh cool i've seen some screenshots yeah i have a new mob planned and some other stuff to throw in there because quark already has a lot of of stuff in the underground like Mm -hmm. it's you got biomes you got stalactites, stalagmites you got new mobs you got a new villager and bunch of other stuff new dungeons i already put a lot in there but i want to put some more i want to quark to be fundamentally a minecraft underground update and as as well as all the other stuff it is right yeah it's it's almost a 200 features that's crazy (laughs) it's at at 175 plus the five in oddities that is insane that mod
0: was just (laughs) like a fun mod for you at one point right like it was just a throwaway thing it seemed like.
1: Uh, it was never a throwaway, it's just, like, I enjoy making small things here and there, just a bunch of small things. Yeah. If you look at botania, it's really a collection of small things. There are yeah. no massive interconnected mechanics that are in the mana system. Mm-hmm. I have Corporea. Corporea is pretty complex, but... Um, yeah. But, ultimately... Actually, I want to talk a bit about Quark Oddities. Can I talk a bit about Quark Oddities? Yeah, go ahead. Have you seen how the pipes in Quark Oddities work? I, I'll admit I haven't no you haven't okay so these are i designed these as the dumbest pipes ever okay i I think someone's calling you no that was
0: (laughs) i have a school next door to me Oh, (laughs) it's their Um, bell
1: so i designed quark oddities pipes as the dumbest pipes you'll ever use that was done on purpose so usually when you see people design pipes they try to solve issues with other Mm -hmm. pipes yes I challenge myself to the absolute opposite. I want to create as many issues as possible. <laughs> I want these pipes to be a fucking pain in the ass to use. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? People love the bloody things. Like People who have actually used them, which not a lot of people, but the people who have used them and have a chance to try them out and just actually use them in a isolated scenario,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've had unanimous praise for them. Okay. So here's how these things work. Yeah, I'm they, interested now. They always connect to any adjacent pipes. There is no colors, no multi block supports. There is no filters. It's one pipe block. There are no other types of pipes. Okay. It's just the pipe. You put things in a pipe with a hopper or a dropper or any other thing you have that interacts with inventories. Okay. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. So the pipe has passing rules. So, when an item reaches an intersection, it... I'd say it has a six-way intersection, right? You Mm -hmm. have all the faces. Mm -hmm. It's always going to go down. If it can go down, it'll always go down. Next, if it has... the left, right, and front, it'll always go forwards. It'll not turn if it has a chance to go Mm forwards. If it has sides and up, It'll randomly split between one of the two sides. It'll only go up if up is the only valid way to go. Next, so you're using you... the world as rules instead of... Yes. Okay. Yes. You can also disable a pipe with a redstone. hmm You can detect if there's items in a pipe with a comparator. And you can move the pipes with pistons and keep the items inside. Oh my God. I'm
0: looking at it on your website right now. <laughs> Dude, that's
1: awesome. That's that's the whole thing. It is as it simple reminds me as humanly possible.
0: Buildcraft pipes yeah, back in the beginning It is even more rudimentary yeah. than Buildcraft. Yeah, you went you like drilled it down to like the bare minimum.
1: I went to the absolute bare base. And if how are you gonna make a filter? Man, you just make a hopper filter. They exist. Yeah, they're not hard to do at all. Like, yeah. With pipes, you can make them with only one hopper. You only do one copy of each item. You can just fill it with sticks or whatever. Yeah, it's it's fine. And here's the thing everyone who's used these things they've said these, these are so much fun to tinker around with like they are absolutely not efficient in the slightest like at all I like, compare these things to the functionality of a modern like Android IO pipe or uh, thermodynamics these things are fucking useless but that's <laughs> I think that's I think what makes them <laughs> special because you have to rack your brain around them and go around the rules and I think those those pipes they are the crux of my design if you want to explain to someone how my design works, you show them those pipes.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you, you hand people a tool and you say, work with it. You Yeah. Yeah. That's but it's awesome. a tool that I know is
1: powerful, but you have to know how to use it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
0: I'm going to now go download this and play with it because I want to have some footage for this. But I'm going to have some fun <laughs> making some crazy oh, yeah. <laughs> contraptions for you...
1: this. Quark pipes are, are a lot of fun. Like You set yourself able <laughs> to automate... They can do it. They can basically do anything your more normal pipes do. Yeah, they just take up a lot of space, and you have to wrap your brain around these things, <laughs> but they can do it. Well, people forget, people forget about vanilla mechanics a lot. Well, that's what i was saying you you sort
0: of like people immediately go well how do i do this what what mod what mod feature do i need to do this and you just said Mm -hmm. use a vanilla feature like use a can
1: i go into can i go into another rant can i make this a real long interview just me ranting (laughs) is that fine go ahead is that allowed yeah i make your editing job awful (laughs) (laughs) go ahead go ahead i hate wyler
0: what really yes okay love you professor
1: mobius but all right (laughs) <laughs> i love you too professor mobius i, I you're, you're you're amazing shout out i hate wayla okay not because of what Wela is wayla is awesome mm-hmm. i hate the psychology creating players what does that mean? What do you mean it means that mod packs are distilled to create the thing bonus points if you use different things from different mods
0: oh okay so you don't like differentiating that. between different
1: mods I don't. I absolutely hate that. Okay. I hate that the only way you can actually create an engaging experience is to make players look at different names on a tag and say, Ha! Fucking your mon hunters." No. You didn't. <laughs>
0: okay. So you 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 do you think it takes away a lot of some of the magic of Oh because yeah, like thinking about it, playing back back before Wayla... It didn't really matter what you were using, and sometimes you didn't even know what you were using. You were just using a tool, right?
1: That's the thing. I think like you should feel like you're outsmarting the developer. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, if the most engaging thing is that you feel like you're outsmarting the developer. You never are. You're never outsmarting the developer. I mean, sometimes you <laughs> might be, but most of the time you're not outsmarting the developer. Yeah. Most of the time, it's a thing the developer knew you were gonna do, if it's a good developer, of course. Like they knew you were gonna put this and that together. Like let's say you're in, it's in the card game, right? And you have a card that gives your shit more power than you have a card that has that as a creature deal damage equal to its power. That's a combo. Yeah. You play that off and you think, hell yeah, I just came up with I came up with a cool combo. You didn't come up with that combo yourself, mate. The developers put it there, put it there. But you feel good cause you did. You feel good cause you did. Yep. And that's what happens in modded. It's like you use a thing from mod X and a thing from mod Y and you feel good 'cause you came up with a thing yourself. Mm-hmm. And that sucks, because it shows the mods are terribly designed. Because <laughs> if the mods were well-designed, you would not have to go up with something else from a different mod to feel good about whatever you did. So it should be self-contained, you think? I think the mods should be well-designed enough that that yeah. is not necessary. Yeah. And I feel like mod packs should also give you things from different mods all the time. And this goes against what I just said. But if you're constantly receiving things from different mods, you have no option but to put them together. When you make this such clear distinction between this is mod X, this is mod Y. That's when you start to break things. You break the immersion, you break the fourth wall, you break the the feeling of playing something cohesive. And it feels good, but it highlights that the individual parts aren't exactly all that great, you know?
0: That's that's really weird and I understand what you're saying. And that's what's why it's weird because it, I, I never really had thought about it that way. I didn't think that something so innocuous could could. Indi- I guess it's more just an indicator of a problem. Doesn't It's not really caused the problem. Oh yeah, I mean, but, well, yeah. it's not a problem. Yeah. Well, it's great, Yeah, I said.
1: But I think when you put it there and when when you see people I mean, I'm just going back on myself, really. When you see people only being proud of mixing mods Mm-hmm. That shows the fundamental issue: the mods themselves are not very interesting. Huh. Anyway, there, there's <laughs> a lot of, of things I can't go on about the modding community that I try to change myself. That you would try to change? Okay. Well, for the sake of time,
0: I, have you said your number one yet? If if you have, go to number two. But I would like to hear
1: one more. What? What would you do to change? Okay. Uh, oh, let me come up with one more thing real quick. Okay, uh, I think if I was designing a mod pack. Mm-hmm. Which I am, by the way, Ooh. I have been for a long time. But I'm always like, okay, let's find one more quirk feature, one more quirk feature. I never get to <laughs> it. But I have been for a long time. It should be. Here's a canvas. Here's Minecraft as it is. Excuse me, I'm drinking too much water. <clears throat> <laughs> um. Here's Minecraft as it is. Oh, and you're going to have a fucking field day editing this audio. (laughs) Because my volume's all over the place. It's all Um, good. Here's Minecraft as it is. And here's a bunch of stuff you might want to do. Like, I give the player a brochure of cool stuff. And I just throw them into the world. Like, normal Minecraft. No quests, no indicators. Just go on. I make sure that JEI is helpful enough, as in I add anything that is acquired to a weird, me- to weird means, I make sure to have a little note on JI, on how you get it. Mm-hmm. And I tie everything together in a way that makes sense, but it's not a linear. As it's exactly how RuneScape works, right? You set yourself up of, okay, I want to make a house and I need this block and that block. Okay, to get this block, I need this tool and to get this, I need this item and so on and so forth. The goals are always set by yourself, and I feel that when you make that mod pack, most people are not going to experience the full breadth of content, but that's fine, because the content they do experience is worthwhile for them. It gives them rewards that they want. It doesn't give them the "you finished thing that people go for, because when you think about it, when you play a mod pack nowadays, the thing you are going for is the finish line. And that reduces a lot of the game, in my opinion. So the ideal modpack should not have a finish line. It should be open ended as vanilla is. It should give players challenges, as in, well you're gonna do a lot of this thing, so you might want to come up with a way to automate it. Okay, well this ball can probably help you automate it. How oh, and you get it, oh you gotta trade with that villager and so on and so forth. And everything in that modpack should be acquired in a different manner. There should be there should not be a single item. Or a single furnace or block or whatever system that can produce a very wide breadth of resources you should always be needing to come up with different things by the way here's here's an extra for you did you know the enchanting table is absolutely brilliant design the
0: randomization you mean along with it nope the or fact the, the lapis part <laughs> not at all okay then what the
1: enchanting table is a brilliant design because it causes players to build a room around it Okay. Yeah, with the bookshelves. Yeah, I agree. In my, and also the absolute gold star of this is the FarmCraft infusion altar. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you have to build an entire room, and it can be destroyed at any moment.
1: No, no, you you don't have to build a room. You don't. But you do. can just put it in the middle of nowhere <laughs> if you want to. It's fine. No, no, you're not. You're not punished uh-huh. for putting the infusion altar in the middle of nowhere. There is no rule that says you have to build a room. At all. people do but people want to yeah that's why it's so brilliant (laughs) they want to do it and that's what i think the ideal mod pack should be it's a bunch of goals to want to go to a spider web of steps to get there and each of those steps should be varied from the others and should ideally introduce a new mechanic or block or something Players would want to build a room around it.
0: So it's like a mod pack of, of like nudges of <laughs> of just small nudges to point people in the right direction, but not exactly yep. giving them the the full.
1: Yep. Do this,
0: yep. okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, congr- I, I mean, good luck on that. <laughs> that seems like Thank a hard. Uh, that seems I'm like, like a it. really yeah, hard, hard undertaking. It. Um, but uh, uh, that seems like a really good note to end on. I I'm excited for for everything. I'll leave a link for your patreon in the in the description you
1: have you have a, one patreon right i have sure. one patreon okay. but if if you go there you can get fancy stuff from my mods if you like battania you get a little far in your head if yeah, you okay. like form, get exclusive emotes and you get access to a special server a special room on my discord server so there you go give me uh, money <laughs> <laughs> isn't that
0: the, the end goal of all this in the end um but thank you so much for being on it was great to talk to you um it was a very unique interview and i like that so um... thank you for having me (laughs) keybind <laughs> good job thank you thank you